Hi guys, hello and welcome to the THQ podcast. So I'm back doing my interviews again and I'm joined by THQ's prettiest trainer, Mr. Will Richards. He's already made me swap seats to get his better side in. No. So uh, Will, Will, <laughs> welcome to the podcast, Will. Cheers, mate. So Will's been um, a trainer from quite a young age with us. Um, he's obviously just got better and better at his craft and now he's just opened his first THQ location in High Lane. So he's sort of gone from strength to strength for him really. So I just want to sort of explain that story and how he's actually helped people get results over the years and how he continues um, to progress uh, with THQ. So let's kick things off. So tell us a little bit about, obviously, how you got into the industry, Will, and why you want to be a PT. Um, I was going to college first when I was like 16 to do what I thought was what I needed, an MVQ level two, which turns out it wasn't. Um, didn't really enjoy it. First year, ended up dropping out just after that. Well, actually, I got work experience at the Palace Hotel Leisure Club, which is where, obviously, one of our owners, Jules, was currently a manager. Yeah. And Ryan, one of our owners, worked. everyone from the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started there when I was like 17, doing work experience. They were impressed. I was there for two weeks. They offered me a job. Jules did. And I was working with Ryan. Um, and then I dropped out of college, started there. They put me to my level two, level three, what I needed. Um, and then, yeah, it just went from there, really. I was there for... Four and a half years, did all my qualifications through them. And then out of the blue, Ryan contacted me and just said, we're opening up a third location. Sorry, second location. If you're interested, come on board. Yeah. So then, so yeah, what sort left. of attracted you to THQ? Obviously, you was a personal trainer at the Palace Hotel. And what sort of attracted you to the THQ business model? And what for that? What is it a good path to follow? Um, because like you say, it's a business and yeah. it's not a dead end. So... Uh, the palace did me well for being there for that time because he paid for my qualifications. I got what yeah. I needed, got some experience first couple of years PT in one on one. But I, it was just the end of the line for me. Yeah. There's no, uh, it was either become a supervisor or manager, which I didn't want to do for the money and stress, or jump ship, mm. and it was just the right time. Yeah. So the progression, obviously, with with here is obviously you can still be. You get better and better at weight training, master your craft like that, but you can also grow, grow professionally as well. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Which I think you've done massively um, over the years, massively. So, me and you, obviously, when we first, um, when you first come on board, we actually did a shoot together, didn't we? Mm -hmm. um, obviously, from two different starting positions. Obviously, I had a lot more body fat to lose than you, um, and I got a lot more ripped than you. We <laughs> <laughs> got the pictures there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, like what I noticed is that when we was going through that mindset, obviously, because you you keep yourself reasonably like I, I probably keep myself a lot leaner than what I do now, but I used to sort of take myself to a quite higher body fat percentage. You've always kept yourself reasonably like mm. in shape and you're reasonably in yeah, shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you obviously did your your shoot, it didn't doesn't take as long. So when we did it together, obviously I was ever I can remember every week I was dropping weight like mm. and, and but it didn't really affect you because obviously you, you wasn't bothered that you wasn't dropping weight because yeah. you was sort of so what's that? Tell me about that mindset of when you actually start a diet but you don't actually have to change too much to react to because it does affect some people some yeah people don't lose weight do they no it just depends what starting position you were at and me and you were doing pictures every two weeks and i could see in the pictures that i was changing shape mm. and my thing is is because i just didn't want to lose like fullness anyway so the body the fact that my body fat body weight wasn't dropping yeah it wasn't a concern for me i didn't want it to drop rapidly because yeah. i looked at myself and knew i didn't have a lot to lose 
in that sense. I knew I had some to lose, but I didn't want to be dropping rapidly because I didn't have as much muscle to lose as you did. Mm. So with different different frames, you just got to judge it off your frame, your muscle mass, what what you look like yourself. Yeah. Just because someone might drop two stone next year doesn't mean you have to. As long as, like you say, you like what looks back at you in the mirror. Mm. And after doing the original shoot, it was only six weeks that I did, but it was the best shape of my life. And I didn't ever need to do anything as drastic as that again. Yeah. And that's why when we did it, I felt like I was just kind of getting leaner without even dropping any calories, yeah. whereas you were a bit more drastic. Yeah. So yeah, so that's so you obviously made us increase your output as that accountability of actually yeah, training. Yeah. So like, just I was leaner, I was leaner, yeah. so I, I could handle it more. Yeah. Whereas when I did it before, I was looking for the weight dropping because I yeah. knew I needed it to. Yeah. But after I was happy with where I was, I so, so how much did it do from? Obviously, we'll, we'll put. Um, obviously, the, well, I posted your shoot results from the bottom because obviously, you. Your, your transformation picture is awesome. Obviously, you've gone from not ripped to being ripped, mm. but the actually there's not a massive weight loss there, is there? So obviously, that's so important. Again, comes to actually taking pictures and actually you can see. But yeah, how much yeah. weight? Um, what, what's the first thing that you see to change when you start a cut from someone that hasn't got that much to lose? So if someone's watching this, they haven't got that much to lose, but they're not like they're not ripped, basically. Um, what's the first thing that How much weight? How, how much weight comes off the scale? For me, when I did the first shoot, I still did lose about eight kilos mm. in total. A lot of that came off at the end, and it's only because it was tucked to the more extreme level. Yeah. Um, I would say I was only probably dropping between a pound to two pounds a week consistently for the, for the first month. Yeah. And then at the end, it did drop off quite drastically, only because of the way I dieted at the end, and it was like more extreme. Yeah. But... So that's, that's interesting. So your calories obviously had to bring you, as someone who's lean, because that, that does make sense, because a lot, I think that someone who's like yourself, you can possibly push your calories quite mm-hmm. higher maintenance, but for you to actually change your body shape, you have to bring yeah, yeah. them quite down. Would you yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I had to bring them low. So the interesting thing with me was I didn't actually even track a calorie. So yeah. it, it was just intuitive eating. I just stuck to literally our meal plan that we recommend for members. Yeah. Didn't deviate from it for six weeks. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, that seemed to, like I say, be enough for me. Uh, what did you say before that? So it's just the, how, how much weight would, would you actually lose? Because like the, re- the reason I asked the question is because a lot of people like... Um, the type of people that think they could probably oh, just eat anything and then I don't, I don't really, I can eat loads of calories and they probably can, but then when they look in the mirror they're not really happy with the yeah, body shape yeah, yeah. and you obviously have to drop yeah, drop drastically. Mm. But how much weight should someone expect to lose? Like someone who's not got that much weight to lose, but they want to get ripped. It's hard, like on the frame. I mean, like I say, anywhere, it depends where the starting point is, but you, I just had to take it, as, I just had to get, get getting lower until I was, until I was ripped. Yeah, and I've so never had to drop, drop that low again. Yeah. But it was low, I think it was at least, I think it went down to one and a half thousand calories yeah, easily, yeah. I reckon, a day. Yeah. What um, would you eat normally? Would and you? now I'd probably average 3,000 a day. Yeah. I would say diet, like on, diet on 2 2. Like 50%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Down, yeah. But what, the shape I was in before eating that was nothing like what I could. Eating now 3,000 compared to eating then 3,000, I can maintain a much leaner physique now yeah. than then. But I did have to draw everything right back yeah. and just get to my leanest possible shape, whatever that was. Yeah. Like when Jules did his, he dropped weight. He was about, he dropped weight drastically. Mm. So he was completely different to me. He went down to like nine and a half stone. Yeah. Whereas I didn't as much. Yeah. yeah. But 
he was still just as lean as I, if not leaner than what I was. Mm. So it, I, in my head, it's, it's, it, if you look in the mirror and you think you're as lean as you can be without making yourself feel like shit about anything, yeah. then that's where you need to go. Yeah. And if you need to drop lower, you need to drop lower. Yeah. Awesome. Because Alex, can we put this picture, like we'll before and after picture on the, on the actual yeah. shot? Because I think it's dead important now because like a lot of, a lot of lads say they're coming looking at your before picture. Um, they would think, right, the first thing I need to do is bulk up. Yeah. Like, because they don't think they've got a lot of body fat to lose. But in reality, they probably have got a body mm. fat to lose. But what they need to do first is get lean first. So take the ego out of it, would you agree? Yeah, 100%. Get lean. So actually, even though you don't think you've got a lot to lose, you don't need to bulk, you need to get lean. Then the bulking comes after yeah. that. Yeah. So it's like, I didn't think I was, I, I thought I was quite lean before. Mm. I didn't think I was shredded or anything, but I thought I was quite lean you look at yourself in the right lighting oh yeah I can see my, like, but it comes down to you look lean in any lighting mm. and you can see your abs whenever yeah, yeah. that's when you really I thought I was really lean yeah and yeah that's where I got to yeah and it helps obviously the sort of anabolic effect of like you're quite you're quite obviously you don't think you got that much loose so you get leaner then so you are so what calories was you eating if you got I mean, you, know, you didn't really track much calories then did you so I know roughly what I was yeah, consuming. So what was we eating roughly to then when we brought your calories down or you got leaner mm. and then now building up and you don't ever like what what just what's your It wasn't even that, it like? was more the sense that my food up even though I was a PT and stuff, my food choices were not the best. Yeah. So my carbohydrates were processed, a yeah. lot of them. Not crap necessarily, but not natural foods. Mm. So I found the biggest change was everything was stripped to natural. My digestion was ten times better. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt leaner within two weeks. Yeah, um, and it was purely because I wasn't pumping crap into me as much, or yeah. like processed carbs or processed foods at all. Um, and that made me feel leaner straight away. Yeah, and then that just kept going. Mm. Like my digestion was amazing. No bloat, yeah. no nothing like that. So yeah. I didn't realise I was bloated at the time. Yeah. yeah. But it turned out I probably was. Yeah, I think that's massive. I think that's a great lesson for, for like, especially like young lads watching this that look that that they get away with eating. Not they don't look too bad, right? but they get like you just said. Even you know, as PT, your carb choices weren't that great and things like that. So, but you get you probably got away with it for a lot longer. Like if I ate like that, mm -hmm. um, I mean, maybe because I'm more naturally, I probably eat more of them. You probably got a, a, a better off switch than me. Yeah, um, but like you can get away with eating like a sort of a crap diet, but if you want to be ripped, it has to be cleaned up. No matter if you think you're the skinny lad that gets away with it, yeah. if you want to be in good shape, you've got to strip away the crap and eat good food. I think that's a good Yeah, point. 100%. And it stuck with me. We, we and you trained at Strength Asylum a couple of years ago, whenever it was, and you told me you could technically get ripped on beans on toast, yeah. which is true because it's a calorie deficit. If the calories in, calories out are right. Yeah. But I still think you don't feel as lean and you don't yeah. look as tight as if you were to clean up all your carbs, sources, yeah. and just everything natural. Anything you could pick off a tree, pull out the ground, catch, kill, that type of yeah. natural food diet. Um, that what works best for me. Mm. Now I can get away with dieting without having to do that as strict. Like I say, I will have some wholemeal toast for breakfast, even on a yeah. diet with yeah. on certain days, or white potato and bit of pasta, brown pasta even and stuff, even when I'm in, like in, in a dieting phase or anything. And I seem to have like, just as good results yeah. really but only because I did it like that the first time around Yeah, did it right the first time do you know yeah. what I mean I yeah yeah because I went all in and didn't deviate from it it makes it a lot easier the second time around yeah 
hundred percent. Um, like I said, it's just, it's just finding like say finding finding a balance of silly and the foods that you enjoy, finding foods that actually make you feel good as well, you know, for make you feel bloated, make you feel crap, mm. but also finding make you feel full and satisfied so you can perform well. So it's yeah. just judging yeah. like your lifestyle and what works for you. Yeah. And what, what doesn't. Yeah. Do you have you mainly cards before training or do you save them all for after? Figuring things like that out. If yeah. I die, I need to save them for after. Yeah. Usually on a training day because it makes me feel better. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like I've, I've I've done something to require eating the carbs. Yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah. before, yeah. when I was a PT, I would just eat them for breakfast yeah, every single day, yeah. no matter what I was doing That's that good day. Point, yeah. So just eating to fuel your day and what energy you actually need for the day. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, me and you've got the same same star signs. Well, they apparently changed now, haven't they? But we, we, yeah, we we're not the same. <laughs> we're not the same anymore. No. Oh, well, we might be, but I think we still are. I'll explain that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I've got the right to say this. Obviously, we, we're banter. Take me through the your most daftest thing you've done at THQ. I want to know about the raffle t- ticket situation. Okay, so raffle was just <laughs> I got put on the spot. It was nothing to do with. with it wasn't really my, it wasn't my job, uh, but I thought <laughs> I'd take it on. Someone told me to sell some raffle tickets after I was about six pints deep. <laughs> Sold them, made the most money out of anyone for charity, like I had. So I raised a lot of money. Everyone forgets it. about that. <laughs> um, and then everyone at different ends of the room was saying that they won off the same ticket. <laughs> and I obviously sold both sides. <laughs> so no one could win anything, but... It was all for charity. <laughs> and that was, that was five years ago and I'm still... That was, that was the first... You're not even fresh new trainer then. Mm, yeah, it was the first appearance. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. So, like myself, you're more, you're more excelling the practical side um, of personal training. Obviously, we've had endless good feedback um, when you were obviously a trainer from the start and it was like that, but you really excelled at. So, what do you look at through a for a beginner doing a session what what would they be doing well what would you look at for them to do better and improve at for a beginner trainer yeah, or for a client a, a client for a member like doing a session um, the basics yeah so just do the basics right first yeah if you can't if you think you can squat or deadlift or perform a movement that's fine but until you can tell me exactly where you're feeling it and why you're doing it in a certain way then there doesn't need to be any overload there yet yeah. Once you can do that, then go as heavy as possible when you can feel it. Yeah. So but when sure. people are curling or doing anything like that, even a basic bicep curl, and they can't actually feel just the biceps engage, the shoulders come into it, everything's round, and you just strip everything back until they can feel yeah. it. And then when they've got it perfect, every single basic movement, then just bring them up from there. There's yeah. no rush for a beginner. Yeah. Because they're going to put on muscle and lose body fat quite well yeah. if the diet is right. Awesome. No, I agree entirely. So obviously we take people through a six-week program for the 12-week program, then we do the specialised program. So by the time they get to the specialised programs, um, they're very experienced trainers and they're very experienced members that obviously getting good results. So what do you then look at to push people even more? Do you know like somebody who's generally doing quite good? Um, do they have they slip back into bad habits and they're not doing the basics, not remembering to do the basics? Or what, what would you look at? really sort of what as in like body shape wise or just training just ability the performance in the, in the, the training ability in the practical side in, in the gym so like uh, just they might not they might be stronger than what they think they, yeah. might, not, they might be stronger than what they think they are mm. so I might be able to see that yeah. just for my own training I've yeah. had clients come in and the I can tell they're better than me at a certain movement so yeah. I know full well they can lift a heavier weight because I am yeah. So I know that they can because it looks like a more natural movement for them. Yeah. Like a barbell squat, a deadlift is for me, but a barbell squat 
isn't my most natural movement. Doesn't yeah. feel the best for me. Mm. I still do them, and I've got better at them. But just my makeup is not the best. So when I see someone who can drop their ass to the floor yeah. and they're straight as an arrow with a back, and the legs aren't buckling, the knees aren't shaking, and there they can go heavier. Because yeah, yeah. I know how I can look at it and I can go heavier and you yeah. look more of a natural squatter. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, movements yeah. like that. Um, yeah. That's one thing I'd look out for. Two, just clients I've seen in the past. Yeah. So I know I've seen someone just like you before who's got the same makeup, same build, who's just as into it as you, and they were pushing like these type of weights with mm. perfect form. You've got perfect form, so I think you could probably go to that level yeah. next too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah. creep them up slowly when they feel comfortable. Yeah. Awesome. But if they're not got perfect form, then I'd never, never obviously push them. Yeah. Would you find people that sometimes, obviously, what we start at the start of a transformation is right, you need to weight train, you need to get stronger over a period of time. Do you think people get lost in that? Like, it's always so strong you really need to be, you need to remember the basics. And I think a lot yeah. of people, as they get better, especially when they get to sort of done a specialised programme, it's still sort of chasing that strength. You don't really mm. need to do that for the body composition. No. Once you get strong, no. you can It's all down to diet and just training yeah. for, obviously train as hard as you can with perfect form yeah. and taking tension through the full range of motion. Yeah. So if the weight's going up, it's great. But if you're losing the tension, then you're going to be worse off than keeping yeah. the light weight. Yeah. So you may as well perform like you said. Again, remember you're saying, I used to lift 30s. I still bench press 30s, for example. I know you've gone up now. Yeah. yeah. But the way I do it is completely different. Yeah. yeah. So and that itself is more important than the weight. Yeah. So yeah. someone could be lifting the same weight on their own for years, coming to us, put them on the same weight, if not less. Yeah. strip it right back on a bench press or whatever for example and they might gain better chest results or development in that short time than they have done in the years before because they're not just chasing the weight yeah obviously yeah. when they can then yeah chase the weight as well but yeah. there's no point doing it without one without the other no i agree I agree entirely so tell me what does the average diet of mr will richards look like weekly do you want this week or <laughs> a few months ago? A good week. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> like I say, I have started a bit of a dieting phase now myself. Yeah. I have been struggling a little bit in lockdown, to be honest with you, for finding that motivation again. What I have done over the last few weeks. As in, like, what's your I would what's the struggle with? So, as in, like, obviously, this is where I think a lot of people, obviously, we say we're struggling, but I bet you still have protein with every single meal. Every oh, yeah, meal yeah, 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 yeah. So you still, still do the basics. Yeah, still do the basics. The, the time from going stricter to not being stricter. Now, that's okay to stick and do the basics, isn't it? But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get out of shape, but I didn't get any leaner. Yeah, yeah. So it was just to get the boost to kind of say, okay, now I'm going to start something different and make an effort to just come out from what I've been doing for the last few months, yeah. even though it's easy. Yeah. Because I'm not getting out of shape, but I'm not getting any better in shape. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I need mean, leaner. So I would just straight away take out my carbs for breakfast. That's yeah. my, my main big one. Yeah. If I'm in a rush, I'll just have a protein shake literally and push my lunch back to, or my first meal back to like more like midday. It just works for me. Um, and still start with a really high protein meal. Yeah. Or like this morning, for example, three scrambled eggs, three bacon medallions grilled with spinach. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then bring a protein bar for a snack in between lunch. Heavy lunch, big lunch, just salad lunch, but with plenty of protein. Rice cakes I'll have with that, just to fill me up. Caramel rice cakes I've been on. And then tea, just something, just a massive meal. Yeah. So I'll go to bed feeling full. Yeah, yeah. I can't go, I can't do an evening without being hungry. Because yeah. then I'll just eat whatever I want. Yeah. So the evening meal has to be big, has to be full of carbs. Yeah. So I'll sleep well. Um, and yeah, it just makes me feel good before, before bed. Yeah. 
but I don't mind having lighter in the day because I feel more focused. Yeah, yeah. I actually feel I feel way more focused off no carbs in the day than I do if I had them. Yeah. So it just works best for me. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. I don't always realise it at the time until I do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Actually, so I, you do. I should have known better, but until I've just switched my diet up, I didn't realise how lethargic yeah, yeah, and how, yeah. how much I couldn't be asked to get up. Yeah. Whereas now I'm bouncing out of bed and I feel woke and I should have known better than that. Yeah. But yeah. until you switch it back, you don't realise how, how much energy you got. I've done it hundreds of times. Like you actually, you let them habits creep in mm-hmm. and you don't actually even realise it and you just get used to feeling like yeah, crap yeah, again. Yeah. But not, not crap again. But well, you just think that's used, how it is. Yeah, yeah. And until you actually bring it back, you think, fuck, I'm not even doing my yeah. no. And then you, I start to, yeah, I think yeah. that's what a lot of people struggle with. They just, they get into that, they bring in that habit because it's just easier to do because it might be this pit first thing to pick up at the supermarket and that's when they have. And then they don't relate that to actually how they develop and actually feeling. Yeah. And it's, yeah, 100%. It's good that obviously we can show people that, you know, we're not machines. It does happen to us as well. Yeah, 100%. So what do, what do you struggle with the most with food? Um, just controlling calories. Yeah. I think I'm just lucky that I burn, I must have a reasonably fast metabolism, but I do have a big appetite. Yeah. Like a massive appetite. So that's why I decided to push my heels back a little bit. Because yeah. it just works better for me. Yeah. So yeah. when I used to do like a whaley or highlane early and I've stopped my first meal at like seven or seven in the morning, yeah. I feel like I'm constantly, want, even if I'd have started the right way, I feel like I'm constantly hungry all day and I'm just looking for my next meal or next something to eat. Yeah. So if I start it mainly with a really high protein and profile, it will fill me up for a few hours yeah. or just even a protein shake, anything. And then I'll just start having my main food more midday onwards and save yeah. it for the tea time. Yeah. Because otherwise I'll find that I've eaten most of my calories by the time it gets to lunch. Yeah. That's, yeah. Just, that's just something, just because I'm, I just feel hungry a lot. Yeah. What do you find easy? Easy? Well, with dieting or training? Yeah. Dieting, training. I like training. I enjoy training. Yeah. Um, so even if my diet was absolutely horrendous, yeah. I would still always train four times a week. Yeah. So uh, that thing would never slip. So it all is a matter of fact is just waiting for the motivation for the diet to come back yeah, because yeah. the training I know is always going to be there yeah. and it will come because I think, right, there's no point me smashing myself four times a week if I'm not even going to be looking at what I'm eating. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Not that I eat crap, but better, yeah. better foods, better food choices and how it makes me feel. But yeah, that's what I, and I'm not too fussy a eater. I used yeah. to be, which we found really hard. Mm. Dieting when I was first with you, I didn't like not as much food as I do now. Yeah. Um, and just knowledge on foods and what you can and can't, and what you can and can't get away with yourself. Mm. I find that I find I know my body well now, so yeah. I find that easy. Cool. What does your training look like? What is my what? Sorry. Your training. What training. Does that look like yeah. Um, Tell me what you do on a on a weekly. So I train basis. with Jack. Obviously, me at High Lane. Um, what would you do? Do like a Monday. I don't smash one muscle group for the for a, for a full session. Yeah. So at the minute and for the last probably six weeks, I've done Monday push session. So chest, shoulders, and triceps. Yeah. Chest focused. Tuesday, sorry, Monday pull session, back focus. So back, biceps, um, traps, shrugs, things like that. Yeah. Tuesday, push, chest focused, but with heavy squats. Um, Wednesday, another pull session. Bicep and arm focused. Friday, Saturday off. Yeah. Saturday, push session, shoulders focused, but with lighter squats with pauses and yeah. walking lunges and more shoulder focused. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how. And then after a certain amount of time is doing that, I'll switch it around. So yeah. I'll end up doing more volume on chest than I would do on back. Because yeah. I've been doing more back than Elton chest. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then just switch it up. Just for a boredom thing, really, as well. Yeah. And just look for sets over the week than sets on the day. Yeah. So yeah. if I want to just keep something ticking over, I think, I would say for 10 to 12 sets of the week. Yep. But if I want to push something up, then I'll hit something up to 18, 20 sets for the week. Yeah. And then I'll switch whatever I was doing less to more and whatever I was doing more to less. Yeah. So it's getting like a fair, do you know what I mean, even split. Yeah. So you, why would you train a Saturday just get more? I just enjoy training yeah. on the weekend. Because yeah, yeah. if I'm going to go out or go out for a meal or anything like that, it'll always be a Saturday, mm. usually. Um, and I feel like, yeah, I just enjoy training on weekends. I always train on a yeah. Saturday. I always try, but I have to get up like ridiculously early to be allowed to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's not good on a, on a weekend. No, I find it's the time as well when I've, obviously I've got no kids like you and things like yeah. that. So I find it's my Saturdays a day because I don't do sessions or anything. Unless yeah. I've got consultations where I can just kind of have no distractions and I just have like a really good session. That's why I save a really heavy session yeah. for a Saturday. Awesome. Right, quick fire round. So what's the most calories you consumed in one sitting? I wouldn't even. I did a I did a food challenge at the Ashford Arms, which was well, it wasn't even a challenge. I just ate it. <laughs> Chicken goujons, thirty-two ounce steak, onion rings, chips, and, and, and two desserts. That, that's probably the most I've eaten in one kind of sitting. So, what's, what's your favourite food? And don't don't give me no crap like chicken and a burger, burger or pizza. Is it true you want a full box of protein bars in two days? One day. That was you. <laughs> that was you, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't remember that wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely. You ate the zero bars in one sitting. Yeah, I did, yeah. Ten exactly in one night. One. Yeah. That's not advisable. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best thing about being a PT? Uh, just changing like people's lives for the better, basically. Just feeling like you make a bit of a difference in someone else's life rather than yeah, no one even really cares. Yeah. Best thing about being a head coach? Uh, more money um, and responsibility. Yeah. Someone, it's nice to have, if anything goes wrong, people to look to you to sort yeah. it out, even though it can be a bit of pressure. I like yeah. that feeling of someone, yeah. if anything hits the fan, it's down to you to sort it out, or yeah. people look to you. If any problems, oh, I'll ask Will. I'll yeah. ask Will. Do you know what I mean? It just like a, feels like a step up. And I love it, the fact that you've been so honest there about money, because a lot of personal trainers are scared to talk about money, but I think you've got to be financially stable in your home life, being able to just do everything you can and knowing that you're financially stable to be the best trainer you can be. Because if you aren't financially stable, you're going to be stressed and worried. And then obviously that affects yeah. being a trainer. Of course and I think yeah. it's about them. Peter's scared to say that. I think, that, I think that's brilliant. Um, yeah, cool. So, Mr. Will Richards, been great to watch you grow, obviously, through from a young lad coming through listening doing everything still a young lad because <laughs> you're 30 mate, now you're like 40 <laughs> <laughs> you know you know mate you're head coach now you're officially old yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no it's been great to watch you grow mate and uh, yeah we've got a very exciting future yeah good thanks for having me <laughs>